Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Matt Giglio. I'm Mindong. 63 days until March Madness tips off. 63 days and we're back for another episode. It's been a while and uh, obviously could not get the in-person episode, unfortunately, but uh, we did see each other yesterday and caught up with obviously a lot of stuff going on and a lot of great stuff happening this weekend. A lot of good upsets in college basketball world. Uh, obviously, the NFL was wild this week. Shout out to the Steelers. Your team made it to the playoffs after a very close scare at the end of that game on Sunday night. And uh, yeah, all is well. Tonight is also the college football championship between Bama and Georgia. So good luck to all of those teams. So yeah, just a lot of stuff going on in the sports world. Just happy to be back, obviously, for a good Monday episode for the college basketball world yeah definitely happy to be back we're sorry for the inconsistent upload uh scheduling and all that i just got my my new table so my my, my my studio is coming along the two posters are are gonna get hung up all along with all some college merch i have but uh yeah yes we'll be we'll be scheduled uh uploading at a more consistent basis starting this week i hope Will indeed, and uh, today is my last day uh, at home. Uh, I will be leaving tomorrow, and I'm going to definitely bring some stuff back to school with me. Uh, shout out Jonathan Davis. I'm bringing back his jersey. I called it. I'm ahead of the curve with that jersey. I will definitely be wearing that next episode, as it, I do not have it with me at the moment. But regardless, let's just cover things off first with a recap of the week, because it's been a while since we have done the recaps. So first, we're just going to do notable top 25 games. Uh, first up, the first game on the Monday uh, last week, Wisconsin, number 23, big win over number three team in the nation, Purdue. Uh, Jonathan Davis, man, fantastic game. He had, I believe, 34 points, I believe, or something like that, and a very big win for the Badgers. And uh, it was 37, sorry, 37-14 to be exact. Shout out to Jonathan Davis. Arizona wins their game against Washington. No surprise there. Moving on to Tuesday's games, Baylor gets the job done over Oklahoma. Pretty close game for the most part. Duke beats uh, your team, Georgia Tech. Kansas beats Oklahoma State. Auburn off to a very good start, beats South Carolina, Texas beats Kansas State. LSU, number 21 team in the nation, did beat Kentucky, number 16. Uh, that was probably the biggest game of that Tuesday slate and a lot of other games happening. Uh, Marquette, big win, 32-point win over Providence, which is the big surprise, I think, of the week uh, in terms of upsets. Marquette, huge at home. And, uh, yeah, moving on to Wednesday now. Not too many games here, but a lot of Big Ten games. Michigan State gets a job done over Nebraska. Iowa State, number 11. Big win over Texas Tech, number 25. Houston uh, gets a good win over South Florida. Alabama, good win over Florida. And uh, Tennessee survives in overtime against Ole Miss. Uh, so Tennessee stays alive. And uh, Villanova, big, big, big win over Creighton. Uh, they won this game by 34 and uh, they only held Creighton to 41 points. You'll have some stuff to say about that probably after the recap. We're going to Thursday's games now. Not too many surprises here. UCLA gets the job done. Big win over Long Beach State. USC remains undefeated. Get a win over Cal. Upset as Indiana beats Ohio State. Indiana, man, off to a very good start. A very good win for their resume. And Wisconsin, another good win this week over Iowa as they're now rolling. The Badgers are, so shout out to them. Friday, only one game to mention. Xavier gets a good win over Butler in Big East play. Now the big days. Saturday's the biggest day, I think, for the upsets. Baylor, first off, getting a good win over TCU. They were down by six at halftime, but do remain uh, undefeated, still at 15-0 now. Uh, moving forward, upset here, Miami. Big win over who? Number two team in the nation, Duke, falls down. Miami, 5-0 in ACC play. Time to put some respect on their names. They're looking really good so far this year. And moving forward, uh, Purdue gets the job done over Penn State, the number three team in the nation. Um, and my computer just froze. Hold on one sec. 
back. Sorry for the technical difficulties. My computer decided to freeze on me once again. It's been a common theme, I think, but I'm moving forward with Saturday's games. Gonzaga, number 14, big win over Pepperdine. UCLA, a good win over Cal. Texas Tech, upset over Kansas, number 16 in the nation. Texas Tech, man, very good one for them, even though they did lose to Iowa State earlier this week. Speaking of Iowa State, they get upset by Oklahoma at home for Oklahoma. Good one for them. Auburn, 14-1, good win over Florida. Houston gets a good win over Wichita State. Oklahoma State stuns Texas. Uh, very disappointing game for the Longhorns as Oklahoma gets a big win due to Keelan Boone. Very big stuff for them. And another big upset, Missouri takes down number 15, Alabama. It's very surprising. Missouri 7-7 seven and seven on the season. I was very shocked by this upset, especially Providence bounces back with a good win over St. John's. Kentucky beats Georgia. Uh, LSU bounces uh, back. Well, not necessarily, but uh, they get a good win over Tennessee. Uh, Villanova takes down DePaul. A very sad upset here. San Diego State wins this game by 30 over my team, Colorado State. Undefeated no more. It's very sad to say. And Seton Hall beats UConn in probably the best game of the day, or the week, I should say, in an OT win. Uh, two ranked teams, essentially. I mean, I know UConn's not ranked, but that felt like, obviously, a ranked game. And finally, two games on Sunday. Ohio State takes down Northwestern and Wisconsin, a one-point win over Maryland. So Wisconsin, obviously, 3-0 and for the week. What are your thoughts on the recap of the top 25s this week? Yeah, obviously it's been a long time since we've done an episode because that was a long recap. But, uh, yeah, conference play is now here. And, yeah, this week's been wild. The first week of full conference play for all conferences. And it's been a wild, wild week. Uh, obviously, like you mentioned, the top game, seeing all UConn, in my opinion. But uh, Duke-Miami was not, not far below that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Those are definitely the two best games of the, of the week, I should say, as well. And uh, – Best game, I probably got to give that to the Seton Hall-UConn game. That was a fantastic game, start to finish, and I was just really happy about that. But, yeah, obviously we got a lot more stuff to talk about. AP pulls up next. Actually, should we do the undefeated watch? Let's just do it real quick. Undefeated watch, as you guys know, two teams left. Colorado State, did they get, did they get bounced, unfortunately? So the last two teams, Baylor, 15-0, USC, 13-0. Two ranked teams, two teams battling out. Which team do you think will be the last team remaining undefeated? I think um... – I don't know. I think I think USC will be the last undefeated team. Uh, the, the Big Twelve man is a is a wild conference. I think Baylor's gonna it's gonna it's gonna lose. They're gonna, yeah they're gonna drop one game at some point in the Big Twelve, and the Pac twelve not so much. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think USC has their work cut out for them. Obviously on Tuesday we'll talk about that, but I do think Baylor is definitely the team to watch out for as they play a very big game on Tuesday as well. We'll talk about that as a slate. Uh, coming up later up in the episode. Mm -hmm. But now let's just get right to the AP poll. It is week 10 of the AP poll. I can't believe it's been 10 weeks into the college basketball season. What are your thoughts on, on, on 10 weeks already? Yeah, man, that's wild. I mean, I feel like we were just starting this uh, season out, and uh, we're already 10 weeks in, and March is only less than seven weeks away now. The selection Sunday is, so uh, I should, no, is it seven or nine? I think it's nine. Sorry, less than nine weeks away, but that's just crazy to think about. That time is just going by so, so fast. Mm -hmm. And uh, wild movements within the rankings uh, this week. At number one, we have the same exact team it's been for a while uh, by unanimous decision among the voters. It is Baylor, 61 of 61 votes uh, to be the number one team. At number two, we have a new number two team. That number, that number two team is Gonzaga, and that means UCLA rounds out the top three. A new team in the top four, uh, top five this week, climbing up five spots, that team will be the Auburn Tigers. 
And at number five is USC also making its debut in the top five. Number six, another Pac-12 team in Arizona. Seven, Purdue. Eight, Duke. Nine, Kansas. All these teams dropped dramatically. And remaining at number 10 is Michigan State. 11, Houston. Up nine spots this week at 12, LSU. Wisconsin climbs up 10 spots. I believe they're the, they're the biggest risers. Uh, now at number 13. And Villanova, after two great wins this week, at number 14. Iowa State drops down four spots to number 15. Ohio State drops down three spots to number 16. Xavier climbs up five spots to 17. Kentucky drops to 18. Texas Tech, sorry. They're now at 19. I see you shaking your head. 20, Seton Hall. And number 21, you want to hook those horns because uh, Texas has dropped seven spots. And right below them is, is my favorite program, the Tennessee Volunteers. They dropped down four spots to 22. Providence. <laughs> see, I don't like you right now. Uh, Providence. <laughs> uh, Providence at 23. They dropped down seven spots. Alabama at 24. They dropped down nine spots and make its debut in the top 25 at number 25. Illinois to drop this week, none other than your Colorado State Rams. What are your thoughts on these rankings? <laughs> yeah, man, this week's the most bizarre, I think, of all the weeks. And uh, as you see, a lot of greens and a lot of reds for a lot of these teams. As you see, Gonzaga, UCLA moving up two. Auburn, obviously, one of the bigger risers towards the top, moving up five spots. USC, two spots. Arizona, two spots. The two biggest risers, Wisconsin and LSU, both moving up nine and ten spots, respectively. Shout out to both of those two teams. Big statement wins and big statement weeks, I think, for both of these teams. I was very surprised Miami did not get in this top 25. I'm surprised Alabama is still in here, and even Tennessee as well, both with four losses. Uh, Villanova obviously could make a case for why they are so high and moved up five spots. Uh, but overall, this is a very, very, very fluctuating list with a lot of teams rising and falling. So, uh, yeah, it's very interesting. It's a lot to digest. There's looking at all the greens and reds with a lot of these teams. Uh, shout out to Baylor, obviously, the number one team in the nation. And consensusly, uh, obviously, all 61 voters voted for them. So, shout out to Baylor, obviously, definitely deserving of that. And uh, I think that they are definitely, right now, the preseason and the uh, postseason uh, champions right now, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, Got to agree with you. Obviously, you'll see my bracket in March. I'm one for one in the in RTM's history at uh, naming the national champions. You you are not. Uh, but, uh, yeah, these rankings, very bizarre, man. Uh, Villanova, obviously, at number 14. There's still a four-loss team. That's, that's There's a lot of four-loss teams in this top 25. I'm surprised, like you said, Oklahoma – or Miami, or even like old Chicago, who's at 27, they should all have a shot at a number next to their, their name. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And now with obviously stars of the week and team of the week coming up. Team of the week, we got two teams in mind. Obviously Miami, the first one, obviously 5-0 in ACC play, beating one of the best teams in college basketball, the Duke Blue Devils. Second team, honorable mention, Wisconsin, man. Two good wins uh, over ranked teams and also a good win over Maryland. Very close one, obviously, yesterday. But, hey, they got the job done 3-0 and on the week. And uh, speaking of that, starts of the week, my man Jonathan Davis, man, he is, has to be a star of the week. 22 uh, and a half points per game, 7.5 rebounds, and 2.5 and ass assists per game, along with three – no, no, not three, sorry uh, – 1.5 steals per game. And uh, he's just been one of the best players in college basketball right now. He is a Wooden Award finalist uh, right now. Obviously, the top 25 came out for that, wouldn't award list. Jonathan Davis, man, he should be at the top of your list because I think right now he might be the best player in college basketball. Second player, obviously, Antoine Davis, Detroit Mercy. He's been a beast. 23.5 points per game, four rebounds, five and a half 
uh, assists per game and also one steal per game. So two, obviously two pretty much hoopers for their respective teams. Uh, obviously, uh, Detroit Mercy record is not looking too, too hot. They're currently five and seven. Uh, obviously, Wisconsin, as you know, are currently 13 and two. So uh, obviously two teams and two guys obviously leading their teams respectively. What are your thoughts on these two stars of the week? Yeah, Jonathan Davis is insane, man. Uh, obviously, you have his jersey. It was it was a fun story, Tarf, <laughs> when you first bought it. You were like, you were you were looking for a Wisconsin jersey because Wisconsin was your team last year, and all you could find was the number one jersey. You're like, who's number one? And I'm like, I we look at the roster. It's like, oh, it's Jonathan Davis. And now look 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 at him now. He's he's his stud. He is, I think, the front runner for national player of the year. What do you yeah. think? <laughs> yeah, it gotta be. And he is only a sophomore right now. So that is just bizarre to think about that last year he's a freshman and he he got a, obviously playing time off the bench, but he wasn't really a key factor for Wisconsin last year. And now, man, now that everyone's gone, except like Brad Davison and Tyler Wall, uh, he is the focal point of this team and he is really doing a great job so far to start the season off. And I really hope he continues that because Wisconsin, man, I love this team this year and uh, I might not pick them for my uh, preseason champs, but uh, hey, when a March rolls around, I might have something else to say about that. So uh, let's go Wisconsin, man. Uh, we both had very disrespectful rankings for them in our Big Ten, Big Ten rank and preview uh, this past offseason. And, yeah, Anton Davis, he's been doing this. He's been scoring at this high level uh, for the past four years. Now, he actually just recently broke uh, the school's all-time scoring record. So congrats to him. And, yeah, he's been doing this for a high level now. If you guys haven't heard of him four years ago, I don't know what you guys are. are you guys are missing out on college basketball, really. <laughs> yeah, you're missing out if you've not heard of Antoine Davis's name. Uh, he's a he's a well-known player, I think, in the college basketball world. And kind of similar to a Max Aismas type guy, short guy, short point guard, and he really does it all for their team, for the, his respective team. Shout out to him. Obviously, Detroit Mercy. Hopefully, they get the record back up in the horizon. But obviously, the horizon, as we've seen in conference play for the tournament, it is a crazy one to watch out for. So, hey, anything's possible. doesn't matter to see it in that tournament especially. But obviously, there's a little bit of ways to go until we get to that point in the season. But now time for the clue of the week. And uh, we have a very interesting one here. And this is going to be the uh, commit, decommit, recommit uh, to your rival, I guess, in this case. Uh, so, uh, obviously, for those of you who are new to this podcast, uh, a man by the name of Patrick Tape is his real name. We called him Patrick Tape last year. Uh, he committed to – where did he commit to? He committed to – Duke. Duke. And decommitted Duke. from Duke. Recommitted to Duke from Columbia. And uh, now he's at San Francisco. I don't know if he's still at San Francisco, but uh, – uh, Okay, so he's at San Francisco now. But besides the point, uh, a man by the name of Jalen Tyson from Texas. He committed there. He decommitted there. He committed to the rival of school, Texas Tech, and then he transfers back. No, no. He was originally committed to Texas Tech, correct? Yeah. And then he, then, then he went to the rival school, and then he decommitted. He went, so, pause. <laughs> let, me, let me explain the story. You explain it. You explain it. You explain it. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Chris Beard was the coach of Texas. He decides to – Texas Tech, I'm sorry. Commits to Chris Beard and Texas Tech. Chris Beard gets hired away to obviously the rival of Texas Tech, which is your favorite program, the Texas Longhorns. He decides to follow Chris Beard to Texas, plays in a couple games this year, decides to enter the transfer portal, and all of a sudden he's back at Texas Tech where he just committed a couple of days ago. So this is a little case of I don't think it's called recommit, decommit, recommit. I think it's like commit and then follow your coach and then I don't know. Join <laughs> two back. rivalries. Join <laughs> rivals pretty much. One rival, another rival. He's in the middle, I guess, now, or I don't know. I don't even know. But, yeah, 
that'd be the quote of the week. It was just a very interesting breaking news slash storyline. So we had to bring it up for the quote of the week. Sorry, Rothstein, uh, we're taking the quote of the week for this week. Now time for hot takes. Obviously, we have sort of hot takes. Yours is obviously kind of hot, kind of not, obviously. But, uh, yeah, let's just get to your hot take. Yeah, uh, I'm actually going to change my hot take. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not sure if this is a hot take. But uh, Texas Tech is has the best defense in all of college basketball. That is my hot take. Saw on a little Twitter that uh, I think Kansas got four points in the paint. The, the other day in their loss and they've been doing that forever I think they lead the nation at least amount of points in the paint allowed and man I was watching that Tennessee game it is true that they don't allow any points in the paint Gonzaga scored 69 points against them and that is like unheard of for a team like Gonzaga they they normally score like 80 to 90 even 100 and I think Texas Tech has the best defense in the nation they just don't have a good offense right now yeah, I definitely agree with that statement. It's it's very interesting, I think, with Texas Tech. Obviously, a very underrated team at the moment right now. Currently 11-3 on the season with a couple of big games coming up uh, this late, uh, today at least. So I'll talk about that later in a few minutes. Uh, my hot take, not really hot either. I think the Big East um, is a – right now, obviously, you know, as you know, it's probably like a seven-headed race. When it's all said and done, I think there will be a three-way tie for the first-place team in the Big East. Who those three teams are right now, I don't know. But I do think the Big East will end in a tie, whether or not uh, they figure that out. But I do think it will be a three-way tie, similar to the Big Ten two years ago with Wisconsin, Illinois, and Michigan, I believe it was. Uh, but, yeah, I think it will be similar. Or maybe it was Maryland. But regardless, I think it will be similar to that. Uh, the Big East will have three tie uh, first-place teams uh, when it's all said and done uh, as we move to their conference tournament. Mm, yeah, very interesting. The Big East is very competitive along with all these other conferences. So, yeah, I'm excited to see how all these conferences pan out. Indeed, indeed. And uh, now it's time, obviously, for the slate. Uh, a lot of interesting games, I think, for this Monday slate. Not too, too many to talk about, to be honest. Uh, but I think we'll guess, I guess we'll start with that first game in the Big South as Campbell taking on Winthrop. Two perennial teams we thought would be at the top. Obviously, Campbell owned one in Big South play. Winthrop is opening up their season in the conference play today. So it's a pretty good game, I think, obviously. We might see these two teams at the end of the Big South uh, tournament. What do you got one in this game? Got to go with uh, Campbell here. Yeah, I'm going to go Campbell as well. I do think that Cedric Henderson Jr. is the best player in the Big South still. And uh, obviously Campbell's record not too hot. Neither is one throw. So uh, interesting game for both sides. Yeah, and that's actually going to take me right to the play of the day, Campbell money line. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's definitely an interesting one. But, uh, yeah, all right, moving forward now with your game. Yeah, uh, SoCon play, Walford takes on UNC Greensboro. In Greensboro, who do you have in this one? Yeah, interesting game. Obviously, both these teams uh, pretty solid to start the season off. Obviously, SoCon play, as you know, it's bizarre. Uh, I'm going to go with UNC Greensboro winning this game. I know they're off, obviously on an off year, but I do think they're the better team in this one. Walford, very good team, but obviously have a lot of spurts of good and bad play. I'm going to go UNC Greensboro. Yeah, I'm going to go UNC Greensboro. As well, uh, Walford relies on the three-point ball way too much. And UNC Greensboro, they just found ways uh, to win games this season. i got to go with them. Indeed. And um, I don't really know what else we can do for Monday. I guess we can go with this Summit League game as North Dakota State taking on Denver, 9 o'clock. Uh, there's a lot of really, really not two great games to talk about. So we'll talk about this one. North Dakota State, obviously, 2-1 and one Summit League play. Looking to have a chance maybe to uh, make some magic, obviously, in the Summit League. Denver, off to an interesting start. We thought they would really be um, too down below in the Summit League. Currently 2-2, two and two, so not too, too bad. Uh, who do you get winning this game? 
Yeah, I got to go North Dakota State here. They're a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I, I think Denver is obviously very surprising so far. I know Dakota State is definitely the better one uh, this year. Mm-hmm. And the only high major game uh, at 10 o'clock today is the Battle of Oregon. The Oregon Ducks take on the Oregon State Beavers. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, give me the Ducks. Both these teams underperforming this year. Uh, I think the Ducks obviously have a better chance of winning this game. Oregon State off to a really interesting start. I thought they were going to be so much better this year and obviously – off to a, a very disappointing start. But, uh, hey, obviously they turned it around towards the end of last year. Maybe they'll do it again this year. But Oregon wins this game. Yeah, I think Oregon State has a, has a lost season already. I think Oregon uh, wins this one. But both these teams, not so good this year. Indeed, indeed. And now time for the better ga- uh, sca- day of the slate, Tuesday. As we start off with a banger uh, from the Pac-12, number five undefeated USC. Uh, currently 3-0 in Pac-12 play, 13-0 in the season, taking on Stanford on the road. Stanford, obviously, 8-4, and four, haven't played too, too many games, but uh, it should be a very good one for the Pac-12. Do you have Stanford ruining the undefeated season of USC, or do you have USC staying strong first time in the top five? I do have Stanford winning this one. I've never, I know USC is number five team in the nation right now, uh, but I'm still not sold on them, so I'm going to go with the upset here. Bold, bold, bold. I'm going to go USC in a close one. I do think they're a very good team. Obviously, the strength of schedule has not been too great for them, but I think they're undefeated for a reason at this point. So I'm going to go with USC winning this game. Stanford can keep this game very, very close, though. Should be a game to monitor for the undefeated watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6.30, some Big Ten play. Rutgers, who's turn, whose season is turning around, uh, they take on Penn State, who's been very competitive in the Big Ten so far. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, man, it should be a great game. I'm going to go with Rutgers winning this game. Obviously, they're on the road, but uh, Rutgers has been very good so far in Big Ten play. I'm going to go with them and Ron Harper Jr. Very big showing out in their last game. Yeah, uh, Ron Harper Jr. Ron Harper Jr., sorry, had a game uh, last night or the other day, sorry, and I got to go with Rutgers. Yeah, man, SEC play now. Tennessee, number 22, hanging on by a thread, currently 1-2 and two in the SEC play. They're taking on South Carolina, off to a very interesting start for them. Should be a good game. Obviously, this game is in Tennessee, Knoxville, I should say. Who do you want in this game? Got to go with Tennessee here. I know it's going to be a very close game. and That's how all Tennessee games uh, are in the SEC, but I think Tennessee finds a way to get this one done. Yeah, very fair. After seeing the OT performance against Old Miss earlier this week, uh, last week, I should say, I think it will be a close one, but I do think Tennessee pulls this one off. Mm-hmm. And at 7 o'clock, number 19, Texas Tech, takes on the number one team in the nation, Baylor uh, at Waco. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, arguably the game of the day in the slate. Uh, I Like you talked about, Texas Tech defense is very, very good. So Baylor obviously on undefeated upset alert here, but I do think they will prevail since they are at home. If they're on the road, I would maybe go with Texas Tech, but Baylor is at home. I'm going to go with Baylor in a close one. Yeah, I'm going to go with Baylor, too, just because of all the Texas Tech uh, struggles on offense. Baylor's defense, I think, is top 10 in the nation. So that should that should be a good game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, though. Yeah, indeed. And uh, speaking of low-scoring games, this one will probably be a high-scoring game as number 18, Kentucky, taking on Vanderbilt in SEC play. Two teams, obviously, notoriously for pretty high-scoring affairs. What do you want in this game? Got to go Kentucky here by, by a lot. Yeah, Kentucky will blow it, I'm going to say, by 25. Two first-year coaches in the Big East take on each other as DePaul travels to Marquette. Who do you have in this one? Man, it just – it just it really bothers me seeing 0-4 for DePaul in the Big East. I thought this is their year. Big East, I knew it, I know it's a bigger beast for them. 
I'm going to go with DePaul, getting their first Big East win. They had a very good game against Villanova yesterday. I do think DePaul pulls out a gutsy one. But Marquette, man, they've been looking really good at home uh, after a pretty 32-point win over Providence. I would not be surprised Marquette wins this game, but I'm on the hype train. Give me DePaul. I don't think that's really a hype train. You're, you're, the team you just are betting against, is, they just beat a, a Providence team by 32. So I got to go Marquette here. Hey, man, you never know. You never know in any of these Big East games, as we've seen crazier stuff happen before. But moving forward now, let's go to uh, – where should we go? Um, hold on, I'm looking for a game. Let's go I see a lot of A-Sun games. You want to talk about the A-Sun games? I'm at the A-10. Where are you? A-10. Oh, here we are, A-10. Um, yeah, let's do this first game. St. Bonnie's opening up their A-10 season. Take it on LaSalle. Obviously, should be a lopsided one, but hey, St. Bonnie's opening up the A-10. Obviously, this team was probably projected to be the frontrunners in this conference. What do you want in this game? Got to go St. Bonnie's here. It's been a while since they played. It's been forever. Yeah, man, they've only played 11 games this year, and uh, LaSalle only played 12, to be honest, and uh, A-10's been, got a lot of postponements. Uh, hopefully, this one gets played tomorrow. I'm going to go St. Bonnie's. Uh-huh. Next up, St. Louis, Dayton, one of the uh, two of the better teams in this conference. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, big game for both sides. I'm going to go Dayton winning this game since they are at home, but I do think St. Louis is also a very good team this year. Uh, both these teams have a lot of good strength and schedules. Uh, I'm going to go St. I excuse me, I'm going to go Dayton, though. Yeah, St. Louis is actually coming off a very good win against Iona, I believe, the other day. Got to go with St. Louis here. Yeah, and we'll do that last game as uh, the front 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 runners uh, the attend right now. Davidson taking on UMass. Obviously, UMass have had some good upsets in the past. You know them pulling off a massive upset over one of the hotter teams, I'd just say, in college basketball right now. No, uh, I don't. I love Davidson. Uh, I gotta go with them. Yeah, man, Davidson is a force to be reckoned with. Watch out in March. This team could get hot. I'm gonna go Davidson. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's just go back to the Big Twelve, number fifteen Iowa State takes on number nine, Kansas, in another top 25 uh, matchup in the Big 12. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, man, it should be a great game. Obviously, can't, uh, Iowa State's definitely held their own in a lot of these top 25 games for them. I think Kansas should be a bigger beast. I'm going to go Kansas winning this game. Uh, should be pretty close. Obviously, both these teams looking to bounce back after they both suffered uh, losses. I'm going to go Kansas, though, bouncing back. Yeah, I'm going to have to go Kansas as well. I think they're a lot better team. And it was very surprising when I saw – they lost. Remy Martin played only, I think, 12 minutes off the bench. That was very, very surprising. I'm surprised he's in the doghouse like that. Yeah, it's it's been interesting for Remy Martin, especially. We thought he'd be an All-American. Obviously, hasn't really seen the court too much this year, so I don't know what's going on there. But, hey, we'll see as the season goes on. We'll go to that ACC matchup, excuse me, at 8 o'clock. Miami, the hottest team in the nation right now, 5-0 in ACC play, going on the road against Florida State, who is not a team you want to face on the road. Florida State had a very good win over – um, I think they played NC State of Virginia Tech. Let me double-check real quick. But uh, Florida State coming off a good win uh, from what I saw. Let me double-check right now. They played – oh, Louisville. They beat Louisville. So, obviously, that's a pretty good win for them. Uh, so, it should be a good game as Florida State maybe found their mojo back. What do you have winning this game? No, I got to go with the hot team, the hottest team in the uh, ACC, I should say, uh, Miami. I'm going with the upset. I'm going to go Florida State. Resume builder game for them. They need it. And I think they will definitely turn their season around if they can get it done. They're on the, they're at home, so I'm going to go Florida State and Leonard Hamilton turning around this season, which was not expected to be uh, a down season for them. Mm -hmm. And let's get back to the Big 12. Oklahoma travels to Austin as they take on 
the Texas Longhorns ranked number 21. Who do you have in this one? I know you're, you're I know you have a big decision coming up. Tough, tough game. I, I do think this will be a very close game for the most part. Texas needs to bounce back after a bad loss against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma is a very good team coming off a good win over Iowa State. Yeah, I mean, I gotta go Texas. I, I don't I don't pick against them, but I do think it will be a very close game and a rock fight for, for sure for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna have to hook those horns down. I gotta go Oklahoma here. They come they're coming off a big win. And I think they're a top twenty five team in the nation. Yeah, respectable pick. If they win this game, I think and they obviously don't drop another game this week, I think they will be ranked uh come next Monday. But now moving back to the Big Ten, Illinois number 25, currently 4-0 in Big Ten play. I did not know that. Taking on a uh, defeated 0-5 team in the Big Ten, Nebraska. Uh, game is in Nebraska, so you never know what could happen. But I think it should be lopsided. What do you got? I got to go Illinois here. I think Fred Hoiberg is in the hot seat. Yeah, and uh, he should maybe go back to the NBA because uh, obviously Nebraska has not been working out for him. So, uh, hey, he's getting good recruits at least. But uh, other than that, yeah, Illinois should win this game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Back to the SEC. These two teams currently on the bubble. Ole Miss takes on Texas A&M. Who do you have in this one? A&M's been rolling and uh, currently 13-2 and in the season, 2-0 and in SEC play. I think it will be a very good game for both sides. I'm going to go A&M since they are at home. Mm-hmm. I am as well. Buzz Williams has done a terrific job ever since he's come here. And in all the programs he's he's gone to, he's rebuilt them to Sweet 16 Elite 8 teams. And I think he's one of the more underappreciated coaches in the nation. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. And Texas A&M should have a good shot to make it if they can get the games that they need to get done. Uh, obviously, this SEC conference play. And speaking of that, a big game for the SEC here. Number four, Auburn taking on number 24, Alabama, in an Iron Bowl type game. Game is in Tuscaloosa, so it definitely has a lot of implications. But obviously, Auburn, one of the hottest teams in the nation right now. And Bama kind of philosophy of Bama. Succeeding at home and taking down a top five team or do you have Auburn? No one has again. I got to go Auburn here. They're, they're hot. Auburn is hot. I would watch out. Uh, maybe another Final Four potential coming for them. Bruce Pearl's back. I'm going to go Auburn. Mm-hmm. And 23 Providence, they go to Omaha where they take on my Creighton Blue Jays. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, man, it should be a good game. This game is in Creighton, so it has a lot of interesting implications. I think Providence needs to bounce back, and I think they will after a bad loss against Marquette earlier last week. I'm going to go Providence. Yeah, I'm going to go Creighton here. Both these two teams coming off two awful losses. I think this is going to be a very rough game to watch, though. Well, Providence did beat St. John's, but obviously had a very bad loss last week. I definitely agree. So it should be an interesting game for both sides. Uh, Next game up, though, back to the Big 12, Oklahoma State. After a big upset win over Texas, taking on West Virginia, who had a very close scare against Kansas State, but did manage to get the win done. Uh, obviously, two teams looking to make it, maybe the march, and uh, pretty big implications for both sides. Pretty good win this game. Yeah, if Oklahoma State could only make it to march. <laughs> but uh, Oh, true. I forgot about that. <laughs> I, haven't seen, I haven't seen much West Virginia basketball uh, this year, but they look pretty solid. I'm looking forward to watching them uh, for the first time tomorrow. I'm going to go with the Mountaineers. Yeah, man, Oklahoma State is definitely hot right now. Uh, obviously, Mike Boyden, a very good coach, a very underrated coach, but Bob Huggins is a definitely different breed of a coach. I'm going to go West Virginia after a very hot start. Currently 12-2, and two, so they've been rolling. I'm going to go West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And uh, Next up, we go back to the Missouri Valley. Valpo, team who's been rolling all of a sudden. Uh, once Kobe King has gotten eligible, they take on Loyola Chicago, looking to, looking to make it to the top 25. Who do you have in this one? 
Yeah, definitely a very interesting game for both sides. Now, since this game is in Loyola, Chicago, or Chicago, Illinois, I should say, I'm going to go with Loyola, Chicago, winning this game. Malpo, man, I like this team a lot. And Kobe King, obviously a fellow Wisconsiner, so shout out to him. I think we got respect for him. He's done a very good job since he has been at Valpo. But Valpo, man, Mount, uh, Missouri Valley is a tough schedule for them. Currently 1-3 in the Missouri Valley Conference. I'm going to Loyola, Chicago, a much better team in this one. Yeah, Loyola, Chicago is exceptional. They haven't lost a beat even when uh, Poda Moser left. I like Lola Chicago here. Yeah, man. And that is all we have for the slate. Obviously, a lot of great games on this Tuesday. Monday, not so much. Obviously, a couple good games in there. But Tuesday, man, a great slate of college basketball games. I'm very excited for that. We will be back on Wednesday for an episode. Obviously, I will be back at school by then. But you'll see the new setup, and you'll see a Jonathan Davis jersey for sure as Wisconsin. I think they do play on Wednesday, so that will be pretty fitting. But we'll see what happens with that game. But, uh, yeah, obviously a lot of good stuff going on. So I'm just very excited to get to, obviously, another week, week 10 of the college basketball season. you have any closing thoughts before we end this episode? Yeah, let's do one more game in the college football national championship. Oh, okay. You got Oklahoma. I mean, what? Ooh, Oklahoma's not in that, man. <laughs> Alabama or Georgia? Yeah, man, it should be an interesting game. Uh, I'm going to go with Alabama. I'm surprised Georgia is the favorite in this game. So my emergency play of the day, Alabama, money line. Uh, but I, I think it's definitely – most of the public should be on Alabama, I think. So it could be a trap game. Uh, Vegas has done a very good job with the traps, uh, as you saw with the Chargers and Raiders game. But obviously this is not a betting or gambling podcast. This is a college basketball podcast. I think Alabama will win this game, though. Should be a good one. And it's probably what I will be watching tonight due to the lack of not-so-good college basketball games later today. Yeah, 100% agree with you. Um, that is the emergency backup. I I will also ride that. And, uh, yeah, damn it, yeah. today. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. But, obviously, uh, less than nine weeks till Selection Sunday begins, and I'm just very excited to get, obviously, to a great week of college basketball game. A lot of good games happening, obviously, later in the week as well. So we'll be back for Wednesday to cover those games on Wednesday and Thursday, and then we get to the weekend slate. So I'm very excited to get to another episode and another week of college basketball. So, yeah, I think that is all we have for today's episode. Uh, episode 204, I had to mention that real quick. So thank you guys, obviously, for the support as we are moving up that ladder, as we get to 300 and 250 relatively soon. So, uh, obviously, interviews will be coming down the road. We got some guys in mind. Just got to reach out to them. It's been a while since we've done an interview. Obviously, the season's going on, so we haven't really found some downtime for them. But we'll get something going, and we'll get that done uh, within the next probably, I'd say, 10 to 15 episodes. So, definitely stay tuned with us. And, uh, yeah, we'll definitely see you next episode on Wednesday. So, yeah, that is all we have for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always. And it's always March, baby. It's always March, baby. Thank you guys for tuning in.